Good morning and welcome to Crying Grace and Grace every Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. here on Supertalk 103.3 FM. You can also tune in on anchor.fm for our podcast series. Each day we wake up to start the daily grind, we try to do everything with grace to fold of growth. Brought to you by Snowden and Company Real Estate and Brad Bearfield, Shelter Insurance. I'm Shelly Whitehead, General Manager of Supertalk Meridian, and we have had some fantastic interviews recently, and today we are getting to interview the notorious Frank Foster. Yeah, you're taking a step down today. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, Frank, how's it being in Meridian? Tell me what you think about our great city. I'm digging Meridian. I've drove through here about 8,000 times in the last 10 years, or actually going back to even further than that, I used to... Uh, go to college out in North Carolina and uh, so I've been through you know going back and forth to North Louisiana so a few so, years of college out there and in 10 years on the road I've I've, I've uh, rolled through Meridian in many a day as yeah. they say the 5920 intersection it just seems like that's where everybody's always like oh that's where those two roads kind yeah. of cross over is yeah. you know 5920 we used to have a festival here in Meridian similar to the Jimmy Rogers called the 5920 Music oh really festival. that's cool um and so that's why meridian has really seen a lot of growth we have a lot of people kind of moving here because it's such a central location yeah you know you're two hours from birmingham you're three hours from new orleans three hours from orange beach yeah four hours from in, nashville in the middle so, of it all in the middle of it all even though you know so frank tell me what you like to do in your your spare time well i'm, I'm simple um you know I'm, I'm a family guy so hanging out and doing anything with the youngins is is always awesome i've i've been coaching a little t-ball the last couple of years so that's been uh awesome so we just got wrapped up doing that but um just good old country boy look i've got a couple old classic cars i like to drive around and other than that uh when i'm on my spare time i like to hunt okay uh, do you deer hunt turkey big, hunt? big deer hunter big turkey hunter um that's what I do. I love it. Um, Wait, you need to reach out to like Chipper Jones and Jason Aldean and all those guys. Them and, boys, and yeah, they get after Get out too. there. They're, they're a hunting show. Well, right. I like watching that. But um, right. So tell me about your kids. I know you have three. Yes, I've got three. I've got one that's, uh, like I said, he's he's six foot two. Boy, he's probably, Ooh. I don't know, 235, 240. He's a big old boy. And then I've got two at the house with my wife. Uh, my wife and I have been married uh, 12 years and uh, just been a dream. Yeah. And uh, she was actually on the road with me for uh, for a long time. And uh, probably six years she came out and basically was, the, you know, she didn't give herself a title, but she was tour managing and uh, managing the merchandise and basically telling me where to show up and smile at i was just living the dream so you know? she was so she's still the boss probably. she is actually still the boss she's still you know she's still neck deep in frank foster music every single day at our house and um yes yeah, so yeah my kids my my son fox he is five years old and just um the sweetest little boy you could ever meet just mild-mannered and yes ma'am and no ma'am and my little two-year-old girl her name is freedom and she is the exact Aww. opposite of that so you have fox and freedom fox and freedom we tried to keep keep some f's those so, are some um those yeah. are some great all-american names yeah for sure. yeah fox was kind of a shock to folks when we uh when we first started talking about it you know people in our family was like fox you know is that ain't gonna be okay but then you know how it is you give them that name and they they towed it around for a year or two and then they couldn't be anything and they, else and they're exactly yeah. that kid that's right now where'd you meet your wife I met my wife in college. I was um, lucky enough and fooled them enough. I was able to play some Division Two basketball. So 
I've run the point. Uh, yeah. I would have thought baseball. Right. That's what everybody thinks when I, when I tell everybody, yeah, I played ball in college. Well, what, did you play shortstop? I was like, no, I played point guard. And they're like, what? what? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I played some basketball back in the day. A lot of beers ago is what I tell people. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I met my wife out there. She was actually playing softball. Okay. In college, and that's where we met. And, um, and everything happens for a reason, I think. You know, growing up in North Louisiana, I, I never would have dreamed I would have been dribbling a basketball out on the coast of North Carolina somewhere at some college. Uh, but I think that that's why I done that. I, I'm a firm believer, and that's why I picked up a basketball when I was a kid and started pounding it so I could meet my wife one day. That's awesome. And, I love uh, that. Yeah, she's, uh, gosh, she's been everything. I would not be here. Um, you know, people know the half story, but they don't know the whole story. There's no way I would be out here doing this, and people would know who I am without her pushing me in her guidance she's younger than me but she's uh she's brilliant man she's so smart and just uh really the early days of social media took that over for me and just kind of was like we gotta if you're gonna do it this is the way to go and I, was like, I, don't even know what, media. I don't even know what that is what are you yeah. talking about you know so she she guided me through the early years of it for sure and uh still to this day is the uh is the rock and the foundation of everything i do honestly now, what what did she major in? What's her background? You know what? She, I'm not, to be absolutely honest with you, I'm not even sure what she was majoring in at four-year college when she was playing ball. We were just playing ball, you know, and when the ball quits bouncing, then you're like, oh, i got to figure out what we're going to do. Right. So after that, she uh, went into a nursing program, okay. and she uh, she was an RN for two years, and until two years after we got married, you know, she, she nursed for two years until the music got to the point where the music took over your life you know it was kind of cool you know it was uh you know the music started rolling she was working uh i was working and then it got to the point where like man one of us got to quit this music thing's so have you always just pursued your music career no not really it's something that i didn't get into until i was uh Old, I would say older in life. I didn't start playing guitar until I was a junior in college, which would have put me at, you know, 20, 21 years old. I feel like people that really do it at this level, they were playing at 10 years old right. or something, you know. So I just got into it later. Um, when I got out of college to make a quick buck, I was going to make a quick buck. So I went offshore to the Gulf of Mexico and started working on some rigs out there. And six years later, I was still there. But through that, um, her and I got married and she was nursing. And I was working offshore, and that's a hard life, though. It was. It was a hard life, and it was a fast life. And man, I was running myself ragged because I would go to work for two weeks, and then I would come home and I would hop in a white van with my buddies, and we'd go play music, you know. And I, I did that for for two years. Uh, worked offshore for six, but I toured through two years of the the last two so years. So you of literally the were burning was, a candle at was, both ends. Yeah, it was. I was lucky. I was in my twenties and not in my thirties at that time because I don't know if I'd have made it. But it worked out well. Um, you know, the the music kind of was taking over and was like, man, somebody's got to quit. So she quit, and and when she did, that was the best decision we ever made because she was able to sink herself into it, and we made a little home office at our house at that time. And she was booking shows and shipping shirts, and it just... So it, she's, like, very black and white, <clears throat> probably. Yeah, it exploded. Type yeah. A. Yeah, totally. How do you know that? Because yeah. most people, what I find is, <clears throat> like, I'm very creative. Yeah. And I 
date someone that's type A. Yeah. And he's very black and white. He's very organized. And yeah, I'm either, over. I'm in yeah. in La La Land. I call it's it either, to call it Shelley yeah. Land. It's either this or it ain't nothing. Right. You know. And yeah, she's so like that. And it's perfect. She's got the perfect. Um, disposition to be married to me right because just like I mean, you, you say you have to have someone that balances you yeah. out and you don't want to date someone like if i were to date someone that was as creative as myself or right. lived in shelly land also we would mm-hmm. never get anything accomplished yeah. and it's like we almost don't un- we love each other and we're in love with everything about each other but i kind of get the feeling that she doesn't really understand while i'm walking around out in the yard walking around looking up in the trees whistling thinking about something wild right and i don't understand why she's boom 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 you know but that's okay you have to it's like you it's almost like you weigh each other out yeah it's a perfect balance like yin and yang almost you know it's just like that perfect fit and um you know it's 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 a good thing if i were to date myself i would drive myself crazy right see i (laughs) and the things she saves me on is i have no i have no patience to sit there and concentrate on something because my mind's going you're always thinking about either what you need to be doing or you're writing something or something to create in fact hilda in the studio she's our office manager that you met earlier yeah um her and i were talking earlier about how i lay it at night i just my head i just can never it never stops i think about all the things i want to do or um and i I love sports as well so i'm like i what all the different trips i want to go on or this (laughs) yeah you know my kids what i need to do to take care of them they're driving me crazy it drives my wife crazy too and it's so funny that you're saying it at night i just she's like just why don't you just go to bed i was like i can't can't. i didn't it doesn't work like that my mind is just rolling so i just stay up until i crash and she finds me in some of the most you know like um, awkward positions like, in the morning like how did you go to sleep like exactly. that so, like that's when I that's when the fire went out you know? well um a lot of times at night I'll get really really creative and I have a little podcast series that I just do for fun yeah. um and I'll just start like recording in my character and and it's, it's funny I mean I don't want to you know toot my own horn but it's not out there for like the public to hear <laughs> yeah but um I, I'll send little clippings like to you know people that I love that know that I do it and it's really more for I would say therapeutic um because yeah. it's kind of about like a crazy mom yeah um you know this is like me talking about <laughs> my kids and i'm gonna you know smack them with a spanking spoon or something yeah um but you know that's how a lot of times i think creative people like you have to be creative you have to get those creative energies out for you to be able to relax yeah, yeah and obviously with you writing your own music i'm sure that you sit there with pen and paper and right. your guitar and you just bust out some stuff left and right yeah yeah and that's uh and that's another thing it's like i I have to do that once a week, once every two weeks to, to get it out. It's like if I don't do that, I'm not very nice. And I don't, you know what I mean? That's like my... It's your therapy. Yeah, some people, like, they, they have to work out or, they, or they'll or explode on somebody. To me, I have to get alone. And whether I come up with something or not, I just need two hours to... To just you know, focus, to, to ride, concentrate, yep, ride or get a, it out. Ride a train, see what happens. Or especially know. if you've had like a bad day or if something has been bothering you about your kids or right. just something or maybe something you witnessed in the right. community. Um, as I was looking over your songs and you do have a lot of like situational songs of things yeah. I'm sure that you have witnessed. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, if you see something that bothers you, if you're creative, you just really at that point, you, you could be in the middle of the night yeah. and you're like, I got to get that down on paper because right. if not, you're going to forget it. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Yeah. That's the only thing that iPhone has has done. These phones, I think they're terrible, but and I'm on them just as bad as everybody else is. But they've saved me a little bit of sleep because I wake up sometimes at night. And I'm like, I got to go do that right now. And I'm like, 
Well, never mind. I can just throw it in, just, my, in yeah, my. Or you can just turn your voice recorder on. My voice recorder yeah. right quick and set it down. I'll handle that later. Yeah. So that's helped out. That's awesome. So kind of tell me about what your favorite song is. We were talking about this earlier. And yeah. um, so you write all your, your own music, which is great. Yeah. So tell me about your most favorite song that you've written. And as you said, well, those are the ones that pay the bills. Right. But you yeah. probably have one that yeah. is more personal. Right. That's that's what I tell everybody. You know, the, the biggest stuff that we've had, obviously, I love that. Um, I love it because they pay the bills. You know, I love those songs. And obviously, I wrote them, so I love them. But more obscure stuff uh, on the albums, what some people would call B-sides or whatever. I'm probably showing my age saying that. Back but. on a cassette tape. Yeah, that's right. As on, we got the boom the, boom the coming down that's right. Central Meridian. Meridian you know? doing a little hitting. In got here the boom today. boom going on. <laughs> but yeah, there's a there's a few songs throughout my career that I mean, "Who I Am" is a song that I I really love. I, and, it's, and it's been big for us too. Um, "Old Man and Me" has been big for us, and I, and I love that one. Uh, there's a song called "Pete and John" uh, that I wrote about my dad and his brother that means the world to me um romance in the south is a song that i wrote that i think is you know i think it's one of the best things i've ever put pen to paper to and it was never on the radio and we never do it live but it's just one of those songs that you hear and that, that i hear even to this day when i hear it you know and i'm like man i wrote that and yeah. i'm proud of that you know and, awesome. and, the, and the way that we recorded them too uh pete and john and romance in the south both um, obviously you're doing an album you're in there doing the full production you want it to sound as great as you, it can possibly sound but on Romance in the South and on Pete and John both of those songs I wanted them to be just me and the guitar and I didn't want it to be edited or or scathed in any way no, so no, no, no vocal tuning no nothing let's just put me in the middle of a room drop a mic in the room I'll play it one time, and whatever happens, that's what happens, and we'll put it on there. And that's the way we've done both of those songs, and I love that we've done that because there's such a such a haunting sound to both of them almost that just, to me, is just, I listen back to them now years later, and say, man, that's timeless. Somebody can hear that 30 years from now. I'm like, man, that's cool because it sounds like nothing that you hear anymore. So I love those. It's like the songs. Ryman Auditorium. Yeah, yeah, I love hearing recordings like with the old school mic. Yeah, um, like at the Ryman or Grand Old Opry. Yeah, um, those are my. And when they do a video like yeah. it, and it's like they're in the Ryman, and it's yeah. just them up, up on stage. Yeah, those are my favorite types of videos and, and acoustic because yeah. it really does show your music talent. Yeah, you know, and not having a full band, you are hearing your real voice. It's yeah. not been edited. It's raw. Yeah. Um, so I just think that and that's we're, awesome. We're, guys, my generation, we're so spoiled these days. Recording, we are. We're, we're <laughs> recording music and, and doing what you do. Like, I can go in the studio when we're working on albums and have a terrible vocal day and just go home and feel bad about myself. And then the engineer, you know, the mix guy will send it, and it's like, here, here's what happened today. And it's like, there ain't no way I sounded like that. You yeah. know, it'll be great, you know. <laughs> well, you're, pro like, you're probably also really hard on yourself, probably too. You're so. probably your own worst critic, that's as right. most people are. Um but yeah, so so tell me about your favorite concert that you have ever given. Oh wow! Well, um, there's been so many highlights over the years. Um, you know, sometimes your favorite moment can be in just a small town, 300 people showed up, and you just have a moment. You know, that that happens all the time, and that's what keeps you on the road. You know, living for those little moments where something really special happens. But I'm really proud of. 
you know, we were talking off the air before. Um, I used to do a festival down in Louisiana that we called Cypress Bottom Boogie. And Cypress we, Bottom Boogie. Yeah, it's a mouthful, right? And we done three of them. I mean, it sounds so, awesome. It, it was especially in Louisiana. You know, yeah. y'all, y'all people, yeah. y'all know how to party. That's right. If you when when folks get through listening to this brilliance that we're dropping on them right now, they can go look up a video of mine, and it was uh, it was shot at Cypress Bottom, and. Um, God, I can't remember the name of the song. I've done so many of them, but I'll remember in a minute. But, uh, oh, uh, Bayou Moon. Bayou Moon. Bayou, like the Bayou in Louisiana. So if you look up the Bayou Moon video, that video is shot at a Cypress Bottom concert. So we put that concert on. It was myself and myself and my uncle and and his girlfriend were heading it up. Uh, But it took on this life, and it had to where the whole community had to come in and and help out to do it because we – they're just like me, that the hard-headedness of not signing a record deal and doing stuff on your own. I've come from a long line of that because we ain't hiring no security. We ain't hiring nobody to park nobody. We got it. We, we them boys, right? So So do you still fix your own house? Like, do your own home repairs? I'm going to tell you something, Shelly. I don't know I do nothing. <laughs> I, I swear. If, it's, if it gets any, and, and I'm not ashamed of that, and I think it's helped me in my life. It's humbling, uh, maybe. Of trying not to fake it. You know, I don't, if it, if it's, if it's any harder than, you know, cleaning a gun or, or fixing a guitar or, you know, tuning a guitar, I don't know how to do nothing. And I'm okay with that. You know, my wife, it's so funny. My, your, does your wife have a tool belt? Can my, she my fix My wife anything? can do anything. <laughs> Her dad is an electrician and just comes from a line of being a little, you know, he, he's the, and my my father-in-law, he's perfect at stuff like that. Every time he, I feel so bad for him. Every time he comes to visit me, he brings his tools because he knows Frank's got a light <laughs> fixture falling out, or so, he can't do anything. So I'm gonna bring my tool belt and tighten him up. So shout so she, out, shout out to my father-in-law girl? Tim. She, I would, I don't think she would consider herself one, but she's just like him uh, in, in in their disposition and and how they. He's a black and white guy too now. You know, it's uh, it's either this or that. You know. And there ain't no in between, and there ain't no getting around it, no tiptoeing. Stubborn. It is what it is. That's yeah. right. And and I think that, like you said again, he's a good balance for me. He's you know I've been in the family for 15 years now, and um, he's become a friend of mine. Yeah. He knows how I am, and I ain't ashamed of it. So yeah, Tim, <laughs> I got some lights out. Come to the house, man. Have you seen that TikTok video? And it's about like a daddy fixing. Oh nobody yeah, no, can, nobody does it like yeah, daddy does. Nobody does it like daddy does. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's one of my favorite um, TikToks. That that gosh, you know, I'm ashamed like, that I know what you're talking about on TikTok. <laughs> well, you know, it's, and it's even, the way. Well, uh, you know, and we do TikToks here for Super Talk Meridian, so that's kind of how I've gotten. Gosh, to know I want to check that out. Um, I got on TikTok and I like did like three things and I got scared and I got back off. Really? I, I don't know why. I just like I, I love Facebook and Instagram and I got off. Now Twitter that's what's showing your age. I know, right? Because TikTok TikTok is really for yeah. the younger like. The millennials. Yeah, the I can remember. The millennials, yeah. and then what's behind the millennials? The Xennials? I can't keep up oh, with gosh. all of is these there, generations. Is there new names. ones? I don't know. Um, but um, man, so. what about that MySpace? Oh my gosh, you remember MySpace? <laughs> I do. See, that's what we <laughs> had. MySpace it. music. MySpace music. That's where I first started putting stuff. Like, hey, it's, that's so crazy. What was that guy who was the inventor of MySpace? And his was it? Tom? Everybody. He was everybody's friend. Tom. Tom. Yeah. Tom. He was every. You're like, well, at least I have Tom as a friend. You know, yeah. and then you could go in and pick out your top ten favorite yeah. friends. And I'm, if you got I'm mad so, at one of your friends, yeah. you could shift it. Yeah. You know, I'm, like shift oh, you're number ten now. <laughs> yeah. 
was You're a, number 10. That was the drama. That was like, yeah. that was the beginning yeah, of the, social media the, bullying. The girl you liked had you ninth. It's like, what am I doing ninth? You know? <laughs> she didn't want to put you as number one because then that would be like, oh, she, she that, likes me too much. She, yeah, she's dating that guy. Yeah. <laughs> or she'd be dating number two and she's still like number nine and she didn't want to kick number nine off of the top 10. So How she wanted funny. to just keep you hanging out, out down here just to like space. give you a. <laughs> uh, a ch- make you think you have a chance on my space. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But um, so I'm trying to think what else. So we talked about the Bayou. Oh yeah, that we talked. To, we we're talking about the Bayou Moon Festival. Yeah. So was it crawfish? You no, know, we just it was a Cypress Bottom Boogie. The Bayou Moon is the video okay. that people need to go watch to see what it looked like. Um, we would just uh, I don't know. We didn't do a lot. We cooked burgers and dogs and made it easy. But it was the coolest thing about it was um, it's one and still one of the few places in the in the country that I can go that there's no cell phone service so we done this concert across the road and when i say the road i don't mean one like that out there with all the street lights on it i mean it's more a, like a dirt i mean a road, road. A dirt road yeah run off in the ditch you might get stuck road so, no lights <laughs> yeah no and there's no cell phone service down there so by the third year we done it one year had probably 2000 the second year 3500 by the third year i'm probably stretching it because it gets bigger over time it was over 4,000, but I'm, I just tell everybody it was 5,000 people there the third year. You get 5,000 people, and it's bring your own ice chest. So we did a $20 ticket or a $30 ticket, something like that. So there were some really drunk people. Yeah, probably. so it's a $20 ticket, $30 ticket, whatever it was, and then 10 more bucks, and you get to drag your own ice chest in because we ain't nobody coming out there to sell no beer. It's too far. <laughs> You know, Budweiser can't find <laughs> Cypress Bottom. They ain't coming out there to sell beer. Cypress Bottom. Yeah. So I mean, I just I'm I'm thinking that's where I'm, I grew I'm, up. I'm Cypress trying, Bottom Road is I'm where I grew up. Envisioning. Yeah. I'm envisioning first of all the festival. Yeah. And I'm and what I'm envisioning it's like right up my alley. Yeah. And I, the, I love. Yes. I love stuff like like I'll, a backyard barbecue. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It was incredible. That's, um, it was incredible. It was like yeah, it was backyard barbecue, family reunion, all that wrapped up into. And the year we done we shot the video, it rained, so it's perfect. I mean, it's, it's so you throw mud in there, and to get down to the concert grounds, you had to walk off the back of my uncle's place, and it kind of goes down, down goes down a hill into this, you know. So it's like maybe a natural amphitheater. Yeah, to like this it. three or four acre field, you know, and it, people were slipping and falling and dragging their eyes. You need to put a slip and slide out there. I know it was fun, <laughs> but those I'm proud of, and and I did uh, Nation Fest uh, last year on a farm over from mine in Tennessee, and we're starting to grow that. And this is going to be the second year we do that this year. That's going to be fun, but probably the highlight being in concert is getting to. Um, sing Family Tradition with Hank Williams Jr. a few oh, times. Yeah, that would be awesome. That's kind of like, I don't know. It's like it's a family. Yeah. And the, the reason I'm a, I can't sing, that's why I'm in talk radio. Right. Uh, so uh, I'll try to sing things on the air, and I'm like, oh, no, better not. So I'm from Niceville, Florida. And Niceville. there's this. Gosh, you're, there, you left Florida. Everybody's trying to get back there. <laughs> we won't go there. Um, but there is a festival there every october yeah. and it was kind of like the same thing as the festival that y'all put on it's called yeah. the mullet oh yeah so the go. mullet festival is not only for the mullet the fish yeah. but the mullet haircut so both yeah so, but, and niceville florida it's like right 
right above Destin. So like yeah. you have to drive through Niceville to get to Destin. But wow. it was some. I remember I saw Billy Ray Cyrus play there. Billy Ray. And it, and it was like right hey, when. Hey, he's king of the mullet. I mean, yeah, Hakey. Achy breaky heart was yeah. was out and and it was he was the new and turned in think this might have been in high school that's showing my age yeah. but um I just remember thinking no that's showing his age <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah but I just remember I was like well we're gonna go see uh, Billy Ray Cyrus and I just and back then I guess I thought he was cute I don't oh, know everybody I don't know I mean he I mean yeah. he is a good looking guy I mean he still is and a good guy yeah um I don't know him personally I like right. I, you know I used to love Miley before you know she I know right I know well, back when she was Hannah Montana. Here's you can say what you want to say about Miley. She's talented. Oh my gosh! And I think that so her voice is amazing. It's beautiful. And I don't think she. I think all the extracurricular stuff, it it takes away. It takes credit, away from cr- credit yeah. from what she really can do when she gets on the microphone. She's great. Well, I've seen her. Yeah. I'm not. If seen you don't her, think I've her. seen the climb with the windows down. <laughs> I mean, she can. She belts that. I have that still downloaded on my my yeah. phone. That's probably one of my favorite songs. What of a all jam! Time. I seen her. I, that's when I. She did Kelly. You said we were going to talk about anything. We're in here talking about Miley Cyrus. So what? She still but, did some country. I know. That's right. But yeah, when I seen uh, when that song was you know getting big, and I, I seen her on some award show or something, she did that song live, and I was like. I think she did you know, with, with her dad. Yeah, it's like, you know what? I think he played for her. She can really sing. She can. And I ain't mad at her no more. You know, she's she's awesome. She, I so. mean, and she, I, I mean, she's grown up. I feel like she's overcome a lot of oh, ad- yeah. adversity. So. But can you imagine? I mean, she, okay. it's I mean, been a camera in your face since she was a child. child. I'm glad that I was 30 before any of that happened. Yeah. I don't know how I would have handled it. I mean, look at Macaulay Culkin. Mm-hmm. I mean, he went kind of cuckoo, too. Yeah, so, they um, all go haywire at so, some point. Um, now, Taylor Swift, I'm very proud of her for, you know, yep. keeping the straight and narrow and, and, yeah. and you know, writing her own stuff and, and still being a good role model for young girls. Yeah, so I think great, great songwriter. Golly. Oh, gosh, I know. Great songwriter. I love that she plays the piano and the guitar. Yeah. I think she plays the drums, too. Probably. She, she, I mean, plays, she plays the bank. I know. It's your <laughs> like, hey, Taylor, I, I'll be your friend if you want me to. That's right. Um, yeah. But anywho, so I know that... We're in Meridian now. Where do you go next? Uh, I think we're going down to Florida. Um, we're going to, I don't know, someplace in Florida. Wait, what, maybe West Palm or oh, something So you're going like, like, so will y'all drive? We'll, or go will way down, we'll go way down there and then we'll catch Orlando on the way back. And then after that, we're going down to uh, Louisiana, uh, to Farmerville, Louisiana, and play, play on the lake down there, which is always a lot of fun. We've done that last year. What a blast that is. Then after that, I'm not sure honestly. I only look two or three weeks ahead because after that it makes me tired. So I just. So do you, how long do you tour at a time? I usually I'd never stay going away from the house more than three days, um, and that's just uh, that's once again that's a product of doing things on your own, getting kind of to set your own schedule. I call myself a weekend warrior. I like to be home. And, and present. Well, you want to be around your kids. Yeah, I want to be home and present with my wife and kids, and we got a lot going on at the house. And like you said, you're coaching T-ball. Yeah, so coaching T-ball. We're still running Frank Foster Enterprises or whatever you want yeah. to call it. We still do everything, you know. Right. So like, if you order a T-shirt tomorrow, and you know you get it on Tuesday, guess who shipped it? You did. Me and my wife. Yeah, yeah. I, I handed it to her. She packaged it. She printed off the label, and I stuck it on there. You know, what I mean, that's how yeah. we still do it, and yeah. it's so. And people are like, man, you hadn't outgrown that yet. Well, maybe we have, you know, on might, this it, side of things, but I still like doing it. Yeah, it, it I still may, love it, doing it. it. It probably keeps you grounded. Yeah, I still love doing it, man. Yeah. It's, uh, 
That's great. So, yeah, we just, uh, I start usually January 15th, uh, starting somewhere in the middle of January, uh, and I will tour until late October, early November, and just do it on the weekends. Now, there's, see, I just got off a three-week hiatus. We, we took off in January. We did every weekend up until three weeks ago. I took a few weeks off. Um, well, thank you, Frank, for coming in the studio today. I know that it was a last minute. I like last it. Last like minute. It. I was like, hey, you want to come in the studio? But um, 